Hey there. Thanks for checking out this episode of H&M Live. Your support is always greatly appreciated as I'm always striving to provide content that enlightens, entertains, and educates. Look, I've just enabled supporter functionality on the podcast, so click the link in the show description and any support that you provide will be greatly appreciated. Be well. Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I ran up a check, I might do it again. Enemies close, have me thinking they're friends. Ten toes down, I'll be free until the end. Crib outside the city, I don't feel safe in my hands. Took so many years, I'm just waiting for the wins. I'm in debt to no one but the one who took my sins. I do it for real, there's no reason to pretend. If I do it once, I do it again. Add it up, add it up. Bankroll, bankroll. Euro, euro. Peso, peso. Add it up, add it up. I'm just doing me, everything is on me. Oh, you matter what? Add it up, add it up. folks what's going on team no sleep coming at you on a new night because it's a weird week but that's all right <laughs> all right we still we still get it in yes sir montel good, allen how you living brother man 10 toes down six feet above i'm blessed homeboy now you you, you know that statement is in our opening song I, I don't know if you ever recognize that but i specifically chose that song because of, of your statement that you always say i'll have you to know, let you i can't i can't take credit for all of it i know i know nip nip nipsey hustle used to always say 10 toes down but yeah. i mean you know i always like to say six six feet above as well man so and we got to be blessed, man. Anytime you like that, you got to you got to fight and chance. That's life, true. So. That's true. That's true. I see folks rolling in. I know I sent out some some social media posts just now. Let me go ahead and get the comments like locked in properly. There we go. I see yeah. you, sir. Good to see you. Good to see you. Our biggest uh, fan right there. There he it is. <laughs> you know, always on time. Always yes, on sir. time. A lot of stuff going on this past week, man. In, in sports, we were. Not going to go live this week uh, mm-hmm. for whatever reason. I forgot what it is. but and, and now we're going live on Wednesday instead of Thursday because there's some things that we need to catch up from from last week. And then there's some 
some craziness happening this week that just just can't be just can't be uh, over overshot and overseen and delayed anymore. So let, let's go ahead and get get into it, man. Let, let's start off with football. Let, let's talk about the mini. I'm not even call it the mini Super Bowl, but let's talk about the the clash of the titans. Uh, New England Patriots against them Tampa Bay, them Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes. We could call it Brady versus Mac Jones, but it was really Brady versus Belichick. Talk to us a little bit about what you saw during that game. And you know, with the expectations, who, who did you think was going to win? And were you, were you any way surprised by the outcome or the results of the game? Okay, for, let's go with the second part first. I wasn't surprised yeah. by the outcome that Tampa Bay was going to pull it out. Um, yeah. Tom Brady just has too many weapons around him. And he did it again. Obviously, you know, came back, you know, with with minutes left in the game, or I think less than a minute to get to drive him back in range to get the field going in order to get the win. Yeah. Um, the game was even better than I expected because I'm, you know, I really I'm 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 a football guy. Belichick is a mastermind. Right. There's he he dissected their game plan so well and so good that he made Matt Jones look like he was an all pro quarterback. <laughs> You know what I mean? He looked like he was a veteran out there the way he was slinging the ball and yeah. doing his things and executing. And I, I appreciate Belichick's mind game in football. I think he's the greatest football mind there is. I mean, he him in the professional. At least out there right now. At least out there yes, right yes. now. Definitely, yeah. I mean, he's just he's just far above everybody. And I, you can't imagine he, if he had that personnel that he had. I thought the most telling start part of the whole game was when they had to shake hands afterwards. It was like a. It was the best. It was like that. That was must see TV, right? Because hey. neither neither one of them wanted to do it on screen. Uh huh. And Belichick, being his his normal dry self, I don't, who knows what they said? We'll, we'll never know. You know, if we could be the fly on 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 Brady's helmet at that time, but that just seemed so awkward and uncomfortable. It, it was one of those shakes that you know after you finish fighting somebody, yeah. and your mom and their mom bring you together, so you make y'all shake hands. It was one of those like y'all, you better shake hands. You better shake hands, man. <laughs> but they they hooked up afterwards. First, let me say what's up to. East Coast right here. What's up, MDH? And you, you still up? What is it? Nine thirty on on the on the right coast. It's all right. Uh, you can catch the replay if you start dozing off. But I'm glad yeah. you definitely glad you're here. Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm gonna go back to what you were saying about Mac Jones. I really thought that Mac that he gained respect. Oh yeah. Of the Patriots diehard fans by his performance there because he he stood up there. He was slanging it just, just like you were saying. He was running the game plan. Uh, he he was he took a few hits, and mm-hmm. he, it was it was close. It was too close for I, I'm gonna tell you a rookie right now, quarterback. One of the best quotes. One of the commentators said one of the best quotes. Tom Brady time was up in New England. It was up. They yeah. have they had to at some point move on. Yeah. Cam Newton was a transitional person to, to kind of wait till they found the right person. Matt Jones was the right guy. Yeah. The way he played, he was the right guy, and I guarantee you, if he can keep playing and improving like he did on what he on that performance, Patriots are going to be in the playoffs, and Patriots in a couple of years are probably going to be right back in the Super Bowl. Is that right? you making big predictions? The only thing that he's the only the only piece that 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 I believe that that um, Belichick has been missing is that consistent quarterback, a guy that can complete the ball, yeah. throw the passes that he wants, and follow his directions the way he wants to. Remember, Matt Jones doesn't know any better but what Belichick tells him. True. So he's going to be that disciple, just like Tom Brady was. Tom Brady knew nothing but what Belichick, what Belichick taught him. 
20 some years. Yeah. So now that he, no tainted quarterback, no guy coming from the outside with his own preconceived notions, he's going to be Belichick's guy and he's going to be able to execute and do his thing. And I believe they're not that far removed from being in the Super Bowl in a couple of years. Okay. So, well, I, w- I would definitely believe you, and I believe that he's a, a sponge to soak up the, the Belichick rules of engagement. Uh, defense didn't really show much. Uh, Richard Sherman being back, he wasn't locking it. He wasn't shutting him down out there. Well, he got a fumble recovery, though, but I mean. He, he, he's definitely he's not, the same, not the same yeah. Sherman. But he's not, he's, not a guy, he's not a guy to make big plays or lock down guys. He's a guy to lead that secondary to where they're supposed to, make sure they don't make mistakes. Mistake-free secondary football. Um, just don't give them the big plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, keep them in contain. Let's, let's, you got to be honest with you. In football, especially nowadays, the probability of a person driving 80 yards without making a mistake is very hard. It's very hard, as you yeah. can see with the Raiders yeah. and the Steelers. It's very hard. Why are you- <laughs> it's very hard to move 80 <laughs> yards without making a mistake. We're going to end this show early. You keep talking, <laughs> talking trash about these but, Steelers. But, but – but, if you play those, if you play those, if you play those probabilities right, correctly, mm. more than likely you success. Richard Sherman is there to be that probability guy. Hey, look, make them play as many plays they have to to get down that eight, to try to drive that eighty yards. We're we're banking they're gonna make a mistake somewhere along the line, either three and out, something's not gonna execute and move off the field. So I thought he played. I thought he played decent for a guy that hasn't played. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I, just, I had to throw it out there because again, he yeah. he was one of one. He's one of those folks that we need to watch and that we're watching. Yep. Right? He's he's one of those big names and. Uh, he, he didn't have the the major uh, showing that fans wanted to, but he mm-hmm. he had impact on the game, which, which is true. Yeah. And again, that, that was I think it was closer than a lot of us expected it to be. It, the result came out the way a lot of us expected it to be. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and shouts out to everyone in in, in New England for their uh, tribute and their reception to Brady, right? For, for giving him yeah, his props yeah. when he when he walked out yeah. there on the on the field. So that was a good thing. Yeah. But in New England, like you said, the torch has been passed, though. Oh, yeah. I, I, I oh, believe yeah. it's been passed. I they, made the right, they made the right decision, too. They made by the not right choice. Can. They yeah. made the right choice, 100%. Keep, keep with football. Uh, I'll just go ahead and say, it. yeah, my Steelers need help. I'll just leave it at that, and then we'll move on. So uh, another topic. <laughs> <laughs> but the Cowboys kind of, they might be for real. Shouts out to them Cowboys out there trying to do something, huh? I mean, I think it's it, fool's gold. I still think oh, it's okay. fool's gold right now. Oh, okay. You don't think uh, you don't I think, think Dak out there can can do it with his no, little pre no, I, pre uh, pre game warm up? I, I think their offense got a lot of weapons. I think they show they can score on a lot of people. I still say that they think they said their defense is like one of the top defensive statistically, but they still have a hard time stopping a run. Um, they just waived their linebacker, their all pro linebacker. They was yeah. all pro two years ago, so they waived him. So. They, 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 I'm, I'm assuming they feel they have enough depth to be able to cover where they need to go. But let's be honest with you. They haven't played all the top teams in the NFC that they're going to have to go through. They've been playing mostly conference games, and their conference is weak. Let's be honest. You know, the Redskins, the Giants, and Philadelphia are not the greatest teams to be playing. That's true. You know? So, yeah, they, yeah, they played well against New England and lost. They played very well against New England and lost. We got that part. But I want to see them. Let's get to the New Orleans. Let's get to – let's get to – uh other teams in the NFC, we, in the NFC, that they that they're gonna have to compete against to see if they're really the real deal. And until that's done, that's fool's gold. They man, you got those Niners, you got those Rams, you got those Seahawks, you got those yeah. Arizona Cardinals. You got a whole lot of people to go through to say, "Hey, we here, we arrived." 
I'm yeah. not buying it just yet. Hey, Kyler, Kyler Murray in, in Arizona still unbeaten. So it, it's an interesting time. And, you know, week four, week five is, was, was pretty good for sure. We, we will see how it continues to shake up. But uh, last weekend was, was a pretty good weekend for, for NFL football sports fans, for sure. Just, just a lot of things going on. Uh, what's, what's Melanie talking about here? Football, kind of random question, but why did the NFL stop with the pink accessories during October? That is a good point. Yeah, for for breast cancer uh, month, they were doing that. What are they doing? They're they're not doing anything now, right? Um, uh, excuse me. No, not as of right now. I don't know why. What they you, what you, what's you drinking while we having a show, brother? Why, oh man, I, I, no, I'm at not. At least wait till no I take you off camera. You know, I'm not giving you no problem because I don't want to give them no more money than they already got. Um, but it's a company my boy works for. Uh, oh my um, God, Let me Xavier see. Carroll. He works for this company, uh, and they do they do cola beverages. So I'm drinking the cola from there. <laughs> Let me see something. You're crazy. You're crazy. I'm doing a little little search right here on, on this, Mel. I, I don't know, right? Because, again, and, and I get all of the press releases from the NFL communications team, and there has been nothing mentioned about what what they're doing for recognition support for, for any causes. And I did not see anything explicitly written about stopping anything in October for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. The, the last statement that I saw was actually at, at the beginning of the year. And we didn't even talk about it, but it was the fact that the NFL was going to start playing the black national anthem mm-hmm. at the start of every game. So that, that was the last kind of social conscious statement that I saw come out of the NFL communications team. But I'll, I'll, I'll definitely and, and, and be honest with you. I don't even know how that's working out. I've, I've never, it's never been televised. I haven't seen it. On TV. Haven't seen it. Yeah. It right? been televised on TV. So if they are playing it and, and, we, I couldn't tell you if there was an impact of it or not because we, not, I've never heard it being played at the game or how it's being played at the game. Um, so, yeah, that, that story, even though it's been there, it's kind of mute. And then why would they stop being do a breast awareness thing, uh, breast awareness uh, campaign? Sorry, yeah. I think the campaign might be something. I mean, maybe they got so much pressure from other organizations saying how come they don't do awarenesses about awarenesses about our issues and stuff like that. I'm not quite sure why they would stop it, or maybe it's something they're doing the under and not really promote it on their uniforms and stuff anymore. I'm not quite sure. Yeah. It just seems odd because she's right. Like two years ago, uh, you know, right when the black lives matter thing was really heightened is kind of when they stopped doing it. And I don't know why, so, you know, uh, kind of yeah. unfair to be honest with you. Yeah. And this, uh, this you screenshot know. is actually from 2012. So this yeah. isn't even, I will take that as homework and we will figure that out. Yeah. Good, yeah. Good, they should good. go back to it though. I mean, they need to go back to it, man. I thought it was a great thing them doing it to have breast awareness, you know, breast awareness, yeah, breast awareness campaign. All the teams celebrated it. They showed, you know, showed the solidarity by wearing the pink. We should have that. They should bring that back. Hopefully, we'll make it happen. We'll find a way to make. It. I, I know some folks. We'll reach out to some folks. Yeah, uh, keeping with football in a more of a less than positive connotation, and we we can't go without talking about it. You know, Jacksonville Jaguars, zero and four, but that's not even that's not even the uh, the worst that's part the, of the news. What's going not on? The story. And, that's not that's not the story, right? <laughs> that was the story for a while, but oh lord, Coach Urban Meyer is out here celebrating in Ohio 
at his pub, at his spot, right? They, they got the week off. They, they've been losing. They haven't been winning any games. So he's in there having dinner with with, with uh, some family and some friends. And next thing you know, he gets caught in a very compromising position that he shouldn't be. Uh, if you haven't seen or heard of the story, I'll, I'll summarize it. He was caught on video in a less than flattering position with a lady who was not his wife and iPhones and, 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 and camera phones are all over the place. So five minutes after he was in that position, he was all over the internet. Next thing you know, the man has to apologize profusely to uh, the team. He has to apologize to his players, but first and foremost, he had to apologize to his family and one story that I saw was that his his family is incredibly upset with him. That was actually the quote that, that I saw. His family is incredibly upset with him. Coach Myers should know better. He does know better, right? Coming from from Ohio State, he he knows better than to get himself into this kind of position. He he is not a rookie in terms of his social awareness and his and, and his popularity, but he he definitely got himself caught up in, in a scandalous situation. Montel, talk to us about what you think about this situation and how he can get yeah. himself out of this, right? Again, zero oh and four to start the season, yeah. and now yeah. he's he's putting he's bringing this distraction to the organization, to the team, and especially to himself. I think the the zero and four part is the part that needs to be you know definitely talked about and needs to be understanding that on this professional level of what he does for his career, his private life, him that uncompromising position with somebody outside his wife. We don't know what goes on behind closed doors with him and his wife if they're on the outs, if they're on the ends, or what's going on in their personal situation for him to be to feel he need to, he, he, he thought it was okay to take that picture or be with that young lady mm-hmm. in, a, in a certain situation. So I don't, I'm not going to condone a person about their personal life because that's their personal life. That's what they do on their own. I'm going to condone them about, more about the football thing is like you're out celebrating and partying after going 0-4 where I would figure you, you, Urban Meyer, the great college coach, would be in the lab trying to figure out a way how we're going to get another win. It's not it's not your quarterback. Trevor Lawrence has been playing pretty damn well yeah. for a rookie, actually. Um, so wondering what the situation is, I'm, I would hope that he would figure that out. If, if I was a player on that team, I wouldn't be disappointed in him doing whatever he's doing personally. That's your business. You go out and party. If your wife condones that or doesn't condone that, that's something you and your wife are going to handle. That's you guys' private business to handle. Um, but, Coach, how are you going to go party after our game? After we didn't get beat so bad, we got beat, beat, beaten in Ohio. You're going to stay behind. And you're going to party. Yeah. And it wasn't like he just had dinner and a couple of drinks. No, he's out there partying. It looked like, you know, the girl looked like she was giving him a lap dance. Yeah. The picture I saw. Yeah. So he's in there. He's partying and celebrating. And I understand blowing off steam in a certain, certain way. But, I mean, come on, man. You're at the professional leagues at the highest peak of the level. And you're, you're, you were brought in to turn this program around, to bring to turn it around. You're partying after being 0-4. I would expect you, if I hired you for all that money I hired you for, I want you to get in there get to the lab with your coaches and figure out on this bye week how can we t- how can we prepare for the next 2 weeks to get things turned around so we can win our next game cuz you cuz you know he's telling everyone on the squad get in get in the playbook we're yeah, watching yeah. you you know stay focused stay stay locked in all he's telling them all those adjectives and all those things about being being locked in and ready for the next week because right now it's an embarrassing season and for right. him the the leader of the entire squad to be out there and caught up in some and yeah. some childish type stuff like that. Yeah, you, you, you're right. You know, it, it's it's two different or maybe a multiple different stories of what's going to happen between the conversation of him and his wife and him and his family and all that. Mm-hmm. Oh, not Ohio, but uh, 
Jackson Jacksonville is paying him multi millions of dollars to hopefully bring a Lombardi. It's not gonna happen, yeah. but you know, you know, bring yeah. them some a, a respectable season. Exactly. Oh and four, even though you got seventeen games now now in the NFL season, right now it does not look good at all. And this is just gonna to continue to be a, a negative outlook for them. And you're right, Trevor Lawrence, man, he, he's out there number one draft pick. He's he's trying to do some things. He's looking decent out there against yeah. some 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 other other good teams or some good teams, but yeah. Now, now you got to rebuild that, right? Now, now you got to well, got to start at the beginning, try to rebuild some of that trust with, especially with the veterans. I think, I think, yeah, especially I think what, with the what veterans. he's done, what he's done by doing this, is now the focus. Mm. You know, the focus is the focus is shift now. Instead of concentrating on the team and concentrating on wins and concentrating on X's and O's and how to be successful, now we got to concentrate on hey, coaches out here doing whatever on his wife, or he's out here partying and celebrating after we lost, or just the narrative has changed instead of being focused back on the team is what they brought him in there for. Um, I think Urban Meyer has to understand this is in the college stead setting and he's not the biggest dog on the block no more. You know, in college, hey, I'm the big guru. I can do what I want. I won national champions at Ohio State. Well, now you're the low man on the totem pole being in the NFL. And it doesn't matter no more what you've done in college. And now you're not dealing with, with kids from the ages of 17 to 22. You're dealing with grown men from 22 all the way to 35. So, Where's your focus at? If I'm a if I'm a veteran on that team, where's your focus at, Coach? Why are you out partying, doing this, doing all this stuff? Look, lab, getting lap dances and hugged up on this girl when we're on four, trying to figure this thing out. Especially when pressing my last the last year of my contract, trying to get paid. Yeah. So, I mean, his his dynamic and his thought process has kind of, I think, just been off. And I mean, for we us have to waste time for you to come in our meetings and have to apologize for us for this kind of behavior. Yet you tell us not to do these kind of things. And not to have this kind of behavior, and yet you go out and do the same exact thing, you know. Now you're going to have a conflicting messages with your team. Um, from what I understand, at least from the, some of the media outlets, he's already lost the team. They're not even, you know, he, yeah. he's already he's already lost them. And you can't in four games, you can't do that. Especially being zero four, you can't do that. Yeah. So um, I, I I do believe I didn't like Urban Myers the hire in the beginning. My personal belief, I didn't think he was the right guy for the job. He's more of a college coach than a professional coach. Um, some people speculate this might be his outlet to get out and go coach at USC. Maybe. I don't know. We don't, I, we don't know what's going to do the all intel of this whole thing. But I believe Urban Meyer is not the good fit for Jackson Jaguars. Not because of this controversial situation. I don't think his X's and O's are right to be on the right job for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And, you know, yeah, and I do I predict that if it, if it gets too hot, he will resign. Yeah, he will. He'll, he'll he'll walk away. I don't think he's smart enough to do that. To be honest with you, I, I think he's too proud. I, I think he's too much in his own mind and too much of his head to Urban Meyer to to walk away himself without being told to leave. So mm-hmm. we we will see. I we were talking about this before we went live as well. If it was someone else that was that was coach right if it if it was uh um, you being nice if it was some if it was a coach of color let me keep talking why why oh, you, you, going, to, you always do the nice spin let's let's keep it real gang i'm let, gonna keep it gangster on this one let, let me a, let me bring it out you know it's like wagging the dog you know it's like <laughs> god what, what, i'm gonna give it an injection if, I, I i truly believe and we said it before if it was a black coach in the nfl i think he would have already been determinated or very, very heavily reprimanded um, especially if it was a black coach with a Caucasian lady. 
doing those same things. Yeah. And the reason why I say that, if it was a black coach with a black lady in there, I don't think all the cameras would have been in there. Like they don't do that in the black clubs or the black things where they hang out. It doesn't go down quite just like that does it with with TMZ and all that stuff. It does with Urban Meyer. But I do believe if it was an African American coach and there was a white a young white lady dancing on him outside of his wife, he would be crucified in the media right now. That, and that's my personal opinion. People can have their own opinion about it. Yeah, he, he, he'd have been on the street already, right? He, yeah, yeah. He'd have been on the street already, which yeah, just like I mean, Mel said, it's sad, but it's true. But yeah. let, let, let me, let me, you know, do, do the, do the TV <laughs> producing thing and, and, and bring, and bring it out, right? You know, I'm, I got, I got to cut this stuff up into micro content, right? And push it out there. I'm trying, I'm trying to. I got you, man. I'm I got to you. add some flavor. You just want to hit him straight over the really. dome. You. <laughs> You want to hit him like this story that we're going to talk about a little bit later, right? You yes. you you want to hit him straight straight on top of the head. But yeah, this this is sad. I mean, we're we're not making light of this particular story. It, it's unfortunate for I I look at it for it's unfortunate for from both ends for from his family as well, right? Again, because mm-hmm. I showed some of the clips there and it showed his wife at home taking care of the grandkids. So she's like thinking that her husband's in the office looking at playbooks, trying to figure out how to get that one first win. And he's out there at, at his little bar in, in Ohio doing whatever he's doing. I think yeah. you, you well, said that there was um, some, some statements or some records as well saying he, he may have actually tried to try to swing at the lady or, or try to. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that would have been altercation. At least there was a picture or something out there that was saying yeah. that he might've pushed the lady or had a physical altercation with oh, the lady. Man. I mean, I know, I know he didn't physically assault her. He didn't hit her or anything, but I don't know if he pushed at her or swatted at her or some kind of thing like that. They were saying that was that was some more allegations that was coming out. Crazy. That's not confirmed or true, so I don't want to know. I don't want to bring. I don't want to say that it is or isn't. We all we all know that's wrong. That's one hundred percent wrong if that's the case. Um, but again, I don't want to. Like I said, I don't really want to concentrate on his personal life because we don't know what goes on behind closed doors with him and his wife. Mm-hmm. Like I said, they could be on the on on the on the brink of divorce. They could be on the brink of, of a separation. Or whatnot. So what he does with his personal life, I'd rather for that to, him and his wife to go ahead and deal with that and get that out of the way. Just because you're a public figure doesn't mean you can't have issues in your marriage and your family life. So true. No, true. I, I believe that's I believe that's okay. He can he can do what he wants to do in that situation. My problem is you're zero and four and you're out party. Yeah, yeah. you're supposed to be the head of our head of yeah. our organization. Setting a, a better example, hard nosed coach like you too, right? Because yes, you, you you've got the reputation more of, an of issue being than anything. That's more of an issue more than anything. And to, to me, that's more of the bigger issue. Yeah. Can he get can he get the respect? It's probably not going to happen for a long time. And again, maybe from the youngsters, maybe from the rookies in the first, second years, but you know, the, the vets are really going to be hard to say, you know, again, coach, we brought they bought you in because you were one of them old school old heads who knew the game and you, you've been here before, you've won in various locations, and now you're doing what what you have told us not to do. Uh, and yeah. Sorry, everybody's always sorry when they get caught. Yeah, but the crazy part about it, <laughs> see, I, that's a good point you bring up. No, that's a good point you bring up because, yeah, he's been successful turning around programs, but that's college programs. Again, mm. you're dealing with a different mentality with 17 to 22 year olds. Yeah, completely different. They know they're four years and they're out. They know they're young. They're very impressionable. He's singing that same speech to guys that I said that are 22 to 35 years old. They're not impressed by because you what your college accolades are. Mm. They're not impressed. They're impressed by how can you lead us to some victories and to some wins? Because at the end of the day, that's gonna put, that's gonna make their career go higher and higher the more they win. It's gonna it's gonna rise their stock as far as in the career base and as far as their salary is concerned, and have successful for the town and the city yeah. playing football. And this guy is showing the the opposite the opposite 
attitude you should have when you're on four. Because let's let's look at this. If that was a player, one of his players, if that was Trevor Lawrence Ooh. partying after on four at a club, we would be like, what are you doing? You're supposed yeah. to be the star quarterback. Yeah. And we would crucify him at being the age of 23. We would crucify him for doing that. This dude is a coach who's been there, done that for years, <laughs> and you're doing exactly what you would tell your players not to do. Man. So, you very, know. Very hypocritical. Yeah, yeah. Very hypocritical. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's, that's exactly it. We, we'll, we'll see, man. It's going to continue. It's not going away, and rightfully so. Uh, but you, but you know what? When it comes between the lines, what what matters? We'll see what happens if they uh, this this weekend, right? If they can yeah. pull, if they can pull pull out a W this weekend, uh, then then things will start dissipating, right? He can yep. take care of his other stuff. But again, get get that first W up there on on the board and, and in the record books. Then, then we'll hey, see what happens. So, hey, you four and zero. If you four and zero, those pictures probably don't even come out. <laughs> 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 you know, it's like what pitches? No, see, see but, but there we go, there we go. Uh, baseball is happening. That, that's that's what's happening in, in football. Baseball is happening. What's going on right now? We we've got the uh, National League wild card game with a uh, unthought of matchup, and Cardinals are playing. Yeah, the, the Cardinals, and, and I know you don't follow baseball, but hopefully you've been at least following some specific stories. There, there's some specific stories happening this season that matter. Cardinals won 17 games in a row. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool, right? And yep. right now they're playing the Dodgers, the uh, last year's champions, and mm-hmm. got them tied up, top of the fifth right now, one one to one. So, so shouts out to to St. Louis for going out there and doing what they needed to do and win games and mm-hmm. and be in a position to be playing in October. That's what yep. that's what every baseball player, every baseball team wants to do. Be right, be be still active in October. Uh, shouts out to them San Francisco Giants. My goodness. Sitting home waiting for somebody to play. <laughs> right, right. San Francisco Giants, 107 wins this, this season. Franchise record brought home the uh, the National League Division Championship banner. Where, where's my, where's our dude Kevin Cox at in the comments? Because he's a big Giants fan. Maybe maybe he's still slightly intoxicated yeah. celebrating. But uh, Yeah. But you know what's what's interesting? You said about the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, I believe they've been the hottest team in the last stretch of the, the last stretch yeah. of the season. Oh, definitely. Say one or They're the hottest team. Um, the pitching has been very, very impeccable going in. I mean, uh, they don't have a, they don't have a, a mow down pitching pitching core, but they do got some really crafty guys that pitch the ball very, very well. And they're they're a bat on bat team. And what I mean, like they're not all home runs. They get them by they get them in chunks. We're gonna we're gonna single you. Mm-hmm. We're gonna double you. We're gonna triple you. We're gonna home run. Back to a single, 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 double. So they get their, their runs in, in a lot of ways. And the thing that I like about this whole entire series, which is intriguing to me, is that St. Louis got rid of Alex Pujols, you know, years ago when he was, you know, washed up. When, yeah, because they thought he was washed up. Yeah, yeah he washed up. <laughs> now he's in the Dodgers, and eventually I hope he's going to face him sometime in this in, in this game because it's the game they're going to do it. Yeah, I think he's either going to pinch in or he's started at first base. But I think Pujols, it would be interesting to see if he has an impact in this game for payback for his team for losing them. That's a, that's an interesting story to me okay. as far as I'm concerned. But, I mean, Dodgers have been probably the most consistent and probably best teams over the last couple of years. Yeah. But the hottest team in baseball right now is St. Louis. Definitely. So, yeah. When, when, you, when you can win 17 in a row against some some real some other quality teams as well, look, that that's, that's something you need yeah. to tip the hat to. So, shouts out to them for that. I know last week we talked about some of the teams and you were asking me about like the Yankees. Uh, 
Aaron yeah. Judge and the Yankees sitting down right now. They they're they're planning vacations, right? Them them Red Sox. They where I'm at right now at the house. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Yankees got eliminated by by yeah. the Red Sox, so uh, the Sox are going to be playing. I think it's Tampa Bay for the American League Division Series. We'll see how that works out. I, I got I got some stuff on that too. Hold on, I got a little oh, insight. Snap. Game. Let, get, let, get let me up, put bro. you full screen. Talk to so, us, so, brother. No, you ain't gonna put full screen, but it's all good. <laughs> but I think well, baseball is funny. Um, the Yankees, and I heard this from one of the commentators, so I'm I'm, I'm kind of paraphrasing what she said. The Yankees is a, are a team that need to be restructured, even though they've been a great team for all these years. This particular Yankee teams is only they're either home run or strikeouts. That's it. They're that's their batting. They're, they're not they're not a, a, a dink or take what you kind of get team. And with that kind of model right there, the probabilities are that you're going to lose more than that because if you ever get into slump, which the Yankees were in this year, you can lose four or five games because there's not that home run hitting streak. Yankees have a hard time getting guys on bases. And I remember me and you talking about it last week. I was telling you that I thought they're, they're two through seven. Anytime you hit a home run, and that is true. But I didn't take the, the, the negative of that whole thing. They also can strike out. I didn't know the Yankees were the most struck. In, they, they struck out more than any other team in this year. They're always, I mean, they're literally always swinging for the fence. For the fence right? they, yeah. they're, they're, they're not trying to hit for the cycle. They're not trying to tear them apart kind of like like the Cardinals, mm-hmm. right? They're not looking for the double or the single. Yeah. They, you got someone like uh, Scranton and, and you got someone like Judge. They're always trying to hit that 400-foot bomb. Exactly. So, so I, I thought that was really interesting to tell that, yeah, they hit, they hit the most home runs collectively as a team, but they also got the most strikeouts. Yeah. And I was like, wow. So it's, and it, that's very critical when you get into a series. Yeah. Because once you can get one up on them and start striking them out, you already know that once you get a lead, if they don't get, if they don't, the bats don't start hitting that, hitting that ball far, most likely they're going to be out of the game. They don't even coach to that magnitude of the game. They don't know how to get guys on base and start to strategize when it comes because they're so used to having the big play to get them out of, get, get them out of the, when they're stuck in a rut or they're stuck in a situation, they're so used to somebody hitting a home run yeah. to pull them back up out. And when that doesn't happen, it happened, you know, it, the tail comes like it is. Boston <laughs> moves on and they're at home. <laughs> but it was it was so close. Playing in Boston and some of those some of those hits by by Carlos should have been in, in any other field would have been home run. Not the monster, baby. Not but, that monster. <laughs> man, when, when, when you hit it off of that big wall and, and you know it should have gone out. And in ninety nine point nine percent of any other stadium, it would have been a home run. But it, Sorry about that, y'all. I, yeah. And I love the Yankees. I, I'm a, yeah. old, old school legacy. I'm, I'm an old Joe Torre guy. Yeah. Joe mm-hmm. Torre used to be, you know, he what yeah, is he he's now? a manager of the Yankees. Yeah, yeah, yeah back, back in the day. Team. So I'm, I'm a, I'm yeah. a Joe Torre guy just for his his managerial and his his strategy perspective. But it, it yeah. hasn't it hasn't looked good for them for the for the past few years. But rebuilding year, we'll see what happens next yeah. year. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Keep it up in the comments, folks. I, I see folks joining in. Look, we we are only streaming on YouTube tonight. I'm try, uh, trying to figure something out. Uh, I'm, I'm upset with Facebook because Zuckerberg had his entire environment go down yesterday because someone blew up their their routing protocols. <laughs> so I don't I don't like being a a I don't like being owned by Facebook. I'd rather own my, I, I own this content, right? I can pull this down and I can do whatever I want to. And I don't own anything on, on Zuck's platform. So yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens. Pull, pulling everybody yeah. to YouTube right now. And we'll, we'll see how that works. Uh, basketball. Yes, Pre- sir. Preseasons is, is on right now. 
Uh-huh. Teams are doing a little something. Sacramento Kings trying to do a little something. I got to give a little, get a little, little I can't even do it with a, I can't even say it with a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> Sacramento Kings trying to do something, but you, you know, hopefully they, they get it, get it together. It's preseason right now. We, we definitely want to be ringing them cowbells and, and, and hopefully getting some wins in our, in our, uh, in our, in our column as well. But on the other side of basketball and the WNBA, their season is over for, for most of the teams right now, primarily Atlanta, the Atlanta dream. Don't want to go, go just sit down and get ready for next season. There was a couple of ladies on the team that, that got into some fisticuffs. Mm-hmm. Oh, hold on. This is another one. Yeah. See, I, I was going to talk about this story too, right? Because, uh, <laughs> Kennedy got, got released as well, but, and, and, this could be kind of a telltale sign of what's going on in Atlanta. So two dream players involved in a fight near a popular Atlanta food truck. The story is just two weeks after the end of a disappointing season for the Atlanta dream, two of its players were involved in a large scuffle In a video posted to Twitter this Sunday dreams players, Courtney Williams and crystal Bradford are involved in a large physical altercation with several others. I'm not going to show the video because because <laughs> the video is 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 brutal. These these women are putting them up. These women are doing the um, malice in the palace kind of things. They they are doing the Ron Artest type of type type of thing, yeah. and it, it 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 really did not look good at all. So if if you want to take a look at the video yourself, just just go out there and Google Atlanta Dream Brawl. Yeah, as as. I'm I'm chuckling behind because, like you said, it was rumble, rumble in the palace and all that stuff. But they need to hold themselves to a higher standard. I mean, what this fight and thinking about it and understanding it, what do their young female fans think of something like this? Yeah. You know, at this point, you're a professional athlete, and and, and I believe, and I know they know they're going to get scrutinized, criticized outside the field, talked about, and whatever they want to be. But you got to be above that and walk away from situations like that and not get yourself in this situation because they do have a fan base. Yeah. They do have little young, they do have young ladies that look up to them. Mm-hmm. This is not a way that you conduct yourself as a professional athlete outside in the public, brawling. I mean, brawling like no other um, in, in, in this kind of situation. It, it, it's not a good look. It's not a good look, not only for just the Atlanta Dream, but it's not a good look for the WNBA at all. And it's just, it's just not, it's not warranted for. They have this kind of violence and, and be able to, with social media, whether to be able to blast out so so many people can see it, it's something definitely not to be proud of or you know be admirable about. Um, this is pretty. This is just a disappointing situation happening. The first one that I know of in the WNBA, to be honest with you. Exactly right. I mean, and and these ladies were were definitely scrapping, and I'm using all, all the terms that I can right there, scrapping, brawling, and all this. But again, I'll make the statement again. And here's Courtney Williams coming out on Twitter after the whole situation saying I will be better moving forward. Right. Again, everyone wants to apologize once they get caught. Every, everyone wants to say, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm better than this. I should be better than this. Y'all pray for me. Lord is not done with me yet. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm tired, honestly, of hearing all of those types of statements by folks. Everyone knows better. And, and again, 
when you get caught, when it's on video, you being a professional athlete, you know you're being filmed. You're, you're, you're just going to the food truck to get something to eat. But folks are saying, oh, there's, there go Courtney Williams right there. They're going to yeah. have the cameras out. And then yeah. they get in the altercation about whatever. We don't know what it was about. But then, then sure enough, as, as soon as uh, you, you get called by your, your GM from the organization talking about you know you've made an embarrassing uh, mess yeah. of this entire thing, then everybody wants to apologize. So, yeah, again, they should be better than this, but... You know what's crazy about this though? Like just that tweet, that tweet, and that's the first time I, I read it here on the screen. Mm-hmm. To me, if I was sincerely understood that it wasn't my fault why I got in the fight, or I felt I was defending myself, mm-hmm. that's not what I write. That's not what I write. If I was defending myself in a situation, that's not what I write. I don't say I sincerely apologize for the blah 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 blah. I'm like I was defending myself. Someone came at me, and I felt I had a right to defend myself. That's what I would say because I was standing up for what I believed in. To this is admitting kind of more, not admitting omission that you were wrong, but definitely that you know you were involved. Yeah. And that's you didn't, and you didn't do anything to, to, to kind of either, either de-escalate the situation or that you wasn't, or you were kind of part of the cause as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, uh, I because I would I would sincerely, hey, if me and you were somewhere out, James, and, and someone came at us and someone caught us on film fighting, I'm like, look, this dude was belligerent and junk, and he drunk, and he, he took a swing at us. Yeah. So I defended myself. So I'm not going to apologize for defending myself. I would apologize if the guy didn't do anything. He was just drunk and belligerent, and then we started jumping and them beating him up. I'd be like, man, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please pray for me, man. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I had to put them hands on him, right? Yeah, look, yeah, so, look, so, let's go ahead and be real. So I'll be real right here too now. Back yeah. in the day. Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't, I think my dad, oh my God, he's still watching too. Look, back in the day, I, I didn't do some things too. Got, got, got caught up in some situations and, and either instigated a, a little fisticuffs or been, been part of one. But I never, after that, went back and said, oh, I'm sorry that, that, that we yeah. got, that we got caught up in something or whatever the case may be. These again, multi-million dollar work earning professional athletes who know they're part of the public eye. And then you got all these people around you at a, as the story says, you're at a popular food truck location in the city of Atlanta, in your city where you play just because come, someone comes up to you and probably says, y'all, y'all were terrible this season. Uh, who, who knows yeah. what, what, what came out of it right? or why it started, but I can guarantee you it was not enough for, for them to be putting them hands on someone like, like, well, well, like these ladies did. We're going to keep it real. Yeah. Now it's affecting your dollars. Oh, it's, definitely. Now it's, going, it's going to affect your dollars. You, yeah. you, you know, um, this, this situation, right? And this is, I mean, like I said, if you guys just choose to watch it, it it's pretty, it's pretty graphic or, and, and really a, a, a big time brawl. But I'm saying something like this now affects your dollars, affects the team's image, which is going to affect their dollars. Yeah. This affects sponsors from giving money. Oh, yes. Dollars again. So all these things are coming into play for your five minute brawl that you want to catch on TV. You, we got to use better, better common sense in these situations. Now this would be different. If this was a midst of a game, like you said, the brawl in the pal- the Madison palace. Yeah. That happened in the midst of a, of a game that was True. inside the game, confined of the game. This is you're out there on the street. You're, 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 you're fighting out there. Like, as they would say, common thugs out there, you out there just brawling and fighting anybody you meet up against. Thank God that nobody Look, gets stabbed or hurt. Let me, let, hold on. Yeah, keep, keep talking. I'll, I'll, I'll show a little bit of it. Cause again, yeah. it's, 
That's enough. That's enough. But but again, that that's that's Courtney right there. Don't throwing throwing them hands like that. Mm-hmm. And and again, she's she's definitely letting out quite a bit of aggression for mm-hmm. someone cut in front of her to get to get her their tacos mm-hmm. at the food truck line. But it, there's but there's hmm, I don't get it. The, the, the social impact I think it is. This could have turned out a lot worse than just these brawls, this fight. Yeah. Because we, as we know, as everybody comes from those situations, when someone starts, the, the loser usually says, hey, I'm going to the trunk yeah. or I'm grabbing something. Yeah. Now, can you imagine being a professional athlete that's getting paid money to play in front of TV and all these other kids and everything? You get stabbed at the food truck because you got into an argument. That make no sense, right? It you, doesn't you, make you any get, sense. You get caught up in some foolishness and you and yeah. everyone, so a side story that may come out of this, everyone that was injured or says that they were injured out of this is going yeah. to blame the Atlanta dreams players. And Absolutely. there's going to be some lawsuits about that. Courtney Absolutely. hit me or, or Courtney swung at me. She wasn't wearing a mask. Now I got to, I think I got COVID. Yep. All these types of ramifications could be coming out of, of this situation. And of, obviously in the heat of the moment, whatever it is, they don't think about that, but the, this is the domino effect of probably what's going to happen because of this yeah. situation. Absolutely. Oh my Absolutely. God. So it's a, it's unfortunate, man. It has to go over there. But I'm talking about the the, the most disappointing is the role model part. Those young ladies, regardless, they want to believe it. They play basketball at the professional level. They're role models. And I'm not saying a role model has to be perfect. I'm not saying a role model shouldn't have to do certain things. But a role model definitely can't get themselves in a physical altercation like this, a professional in in, in these kind of situations. You got to have a better way to handle yourself and get yourself up out of there. That's true. That's true. Uh, Shouts out. And here he is right there. Brother Cox is in the building. We were talking about the Giants. I don't know if you were here, man. You missed it. You came when we started talking about these ladies fighting, man. Man, You you never know what we're going to talk about on Team No Sleep. But (laughs) we we, we will see how this works out. See, Mr. Cox is saying, who's got weapons on them in that situation? Mess with the wrong person, and it's all wrong for everyone. Exactly, right? Because, again, that... that, you know, if you come from the streets or if you've been, been out there in some situations, uh, look, I've been in Vallejo a few times too, where you know, just be careful out there, brother. Cause <laughs> there's, there's some folks out there that, that have nothing to lose. Just, yes. Right. And I think that's the best situation, best way to put it. There's some folks who have nothing to lose. And if they realize, Oh, you know what? This, this is uh this is one of the Atlanta dreams player. Oh, I got a question for you. I got a good question for you. James. Think yeah. about this though. Yeah. You being a professional athlete, and we get in an altercation, right? Okay. Um, what makes me not think that you, being a professional athlete, slated by the world, as, you know, a great athlete, don't have the power or the position to, to 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 kill me where I can't defend myself or hurt me very bad where I can't have to defend myself by getting a weapon? You know, I can feel if you're a professional athlete, if a football player attacked me, mm-hmm. I could be like, I feel threatened. I had to use, I had to use a gun. She's a they're the WNBA women are they're 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 big women, mm-hmm. you know, bigger bigger than the average woman. Yeah, six so, feet five, I think, is what so, uh, Courtney is. So, yeah. Can you imagine a, an average woman or a woman just you know in that in the average ring getting punched on by somebody six five? What I'm asking, do you think I'm speaking out of the? She would have an argument in court that she was justified in doing whatever action she had to do to get that six five woman off. True. Whether it was to grab a weapon, whether it was to go get whatever. That's what I'm saying. She, they put themselves in such a bad situation by doing that, and you're deemed a professional athlete. So that means you're the fit of the fit. You're the best of the best. Mm-hmm. So that, I think they're very lucky in that situation that somebody didn't do something. You know, somebody didn't grab something. Somebody yeah. didn't try to stab anything. Somebody didn't do it. Because if we're in a court of law, 
they would have justification on why they wanted to pull that person or why they had to get that no, person true. off That is true. In any kind of way. Yeah, that, that is true. L- luckily, there, there was some security there that, that started breaking breaking it up and, and it didn't escalate beyond too too much of a of a melee. Uh, there, there's definitely some injuries, right? Again, just, just looking at a lot, a lot of those swings from, from, from Courtney didn't land. So mm-hmm. I, I would just say that, uh, Mr. Cox coming in, men or women professionals are not your average person. Good point. Good point. Right. Yeah. But, but, but again, this is, this is not going to flush out well for anybody that was involved. There, there's going to be some conversations. There's going to be, there's going to be lawsuits. There, there's there's going to be some loss of pay. There's going to be it's going to hit them where it hurts, right, right there in the pocketbook mm-hmm. as well. But um, it's unfortunate. W- wish it didn't happen. It did happen. We got to talk about it, and we got to, had to bring the social impact piece of it of, of you know the reality of it. Um, ho- hopefully, hopefully people learn. Hopefully they learn. I mean, I mean again, and I'm we're preaching to the choir. We're, 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 you and me, we're, we're not any better than anyone, but I think we just, no, we just, no. we just know better. Right. Again, we, yeah. there's, there's been times where someone has cut me off on the road and I've, I've wanted to go and do some things to them as well, but you don't, you know, not, now you got something to lose right now. Yes. Now we, now we have something to lose and, and either it be financial, either it be your freedom, either it be your family, whatever the case may be. But you know, now that there's ramifications to your actions and again, being mm-hmm. someone in the spotlight, you should know, better than to fight over corn versus flour tortillas. <laughs> I saw that comment. That's cold, boy. <laughs> oh, Melanie coming in with the, with the peanut I mean, gallery but, stuff. But but, but but if you think about what she's saying, though, think about it. What could you possibly say to me at a taco shop that wants me to have an all-out brawl melee? Uh, I, I don't get it. Like you said, you cut a line, you, you order extra yeah, salsa. What? You know what I'm saying? You you grab the last of the napkins or, or whatever. You know, shouts out to you know, look, Team Corn Tortilla right here. Look, there you go, look if I snatched the the last corn tortilla from from Mel's plate, well, I, I, I'm sure she. Yeah, <laughs> that's just she would have something to say. There. I'm sure she would have something to say for sure. Uh, let me bring this other screen up, and and I'll, we'll just pass on it. But it's I think it's telling of what's happening. I, I brought it up earlier. But, mistakenly but again this is just telling of what's happening with the atlanta or atlanta dreamed organization right they're they're releasing players already for conduct unbecoming what was the statement due to conduct detrimental to the team don't nobody know we don't know what that was but uh you know this this was the statement that that was released back in july when when uh Chenity, hopefully I'm, I'm probably butchering her name, right? But Chenity Carter was was released indefinitely. Now, you, you had to do something, multiple strikes to be <laughs> removed from the team indefinitely for for conduct detrimental to the team. But again, she's gone indefinitely. Now you got these two players, two star players having these these issues. So Atlanta Dream is just um, not not looking good right now. Hopefully they figure something out. Oh my God! Look at this. All the guac is gone. Let's see, y'all, y'all, y'all. <laughs> I'm gonna pray for y'all. Y'all, y'all gonna cause some trouble I, up in there. You know, man. I, just, I, I, you know, I really, I really, it's it's kind of sad, man. I mean, because like I said, these are supposed to be strong African American women that are big influences in our, in our community, and for them to be in this kind of line, in this negative limelight. Is not it's just not a good tale, man. Especially in Atlanta, we've all—I mean, we've all been in Atlanta. Yep. Um, very highly African American community this year, yep. so I'm pretty sure they have some influence, definitely over young ladies oh, yeah. with, with definitely. basketball. So, to, just to be able to show this this kind of mentality, man, is really, really a strike. 
Um, and I and I don't and I applaud the WNBA and cleaning it up because you can't have that on your business. You just can't do it. Um, as much as people want to start keep it real and you know you got to do what you got to do. Hey, keeping it real and all that don't don't pay the that don't pay the bills. That, the bills that don't keep the by, lights on. That don't yeah, keep that the pay, lights that's on. That's played by that's played by corporate America. Corporate America doesn't 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 shine themselves in that light. Yeah. So for them to put that negative that negative stigma on Atlanta on Atlanta yeah. Dream and on themselves as as, as 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 players, professional players, I think it's going to be something that's going to be hard for them to shake. They already get a negative stigma being in the WNBA compared to the NBA and the fact that, you know, they're women playing in professional sports. There's already knocks on them already and, and ladders they got to climb and barriers they got to break open. This is just going to be one more, you know, obstacle they got to get over, man, which I wish they didn't have to go through. Yeah, you're right. Shouts out to the troll that just came in who just got banned. Uh, I, I guess we you're not winning unless you got some haters or some trolls. Got to, so. <laughs> got to. Yeah, yeah. I like to hear the comments. Them the ones that fuel me. I love. I love to hear the trolls comments. Oh, it's, it's too late. They they already been banned. I, I need so brother Cox. I need to make you a moderator. I think I think Mel is a moderator on the channel already too. But uh, we'll, we'll see about that. Yeah. Uh, let me see what. Before we go on to the next question here. So extra responsibility being in Atlanta with that community, whether you liked it or not. Exactly. Yep. And yep. I think it's, that's everywhere. Right. So yeah. we, we could be just say it's the professional athletes. But again, Kevin, you walking down your streets, you've got a responsibility f- to conduct yourself properly. Just just like Montel and I do, just like just like everyone watching and listening as, as well. So, again, mm-hmm. it's just more scrutiny on you when you know there's cameras on you, when you know yeah. you're going to be you're going to be on ABC News, everything yeah. that you do, positive yeah. or negative. So it, it makes me laugh because could, could you imagine Facebook employees getting in a big scrap with Google at the taco truck? <laughs> 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 like, man, kind of madness is going on. You know what I mean? I mean, your whole network went down like two that, days ago. You know, we yeah, gonna get you. Yeah, you'd be like, man. What? But I mean, you you would be like, that don't, don't make even sense. make sense. Don't even make don't even sound right coming out your mouth, brother. Yeah, don't even. Yeah. Right. ABC ABC was brought in with NBC at the food court. <laughs> no, I, I can I can see maybe CNN and Fox maybe getting into some fisticuffs. <laughs> now I can I, I I might pay for that one. I I tell you what, I might pay for a CNN and a Fox fisticuffs, but. Yeah, uh, <laughs> man, but they they gotta clean that up, man. Atlanta, they gotta clean that on up, man. I, I wish I wish those young ladies the best. I hope they get everything together. That's true. That's true. Let, let, we got two stories left, and one's one's not a good story. But I want to I want to I want to have a good story, and then have the one that's unfortunate, and then I want to end on that one IG story that I told you about last week that we didn't go into. That, that was pretty okay. cool. That little piece of yeah. art. But before we get into that, look folks, again, we, we trying to do some things, you know, we, we like to have fun. We like to talk about things that are relevant. We talk a little bit of sports scores when, when it makes sense. Uh, one-to-one still with, with them Cardinals and those Dodgers, but we definitely dive into that social impact of all of these topics that we get into, just like this Atlanta dream story, just like the the Urban Meyer story, right? And we really break some of that down and try to make it relevant to you, our audience. So if you, if you like what we're talking about, subscribe, tell a friend. If you don't like what we're talking about, tell us. Subscribe and tell a friend. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell us, you know, that too, but tell us so we can definitely improve yeah, because, improve, yeah. uh, you know, our, our role here is to be servants to the community. So we, we enjoy doing what we're doing, but it, there, there really is a purpose for this. And we think the messages that we talk about aren't shared enough. And we are, are trying to make those messages known to the community. So there we go. There we go. Hit that like button. There, see, I'm definitely going to make her a moderator here before before we shut down. Yeah, Melanie's on point. 
Melanie yeah. and, and Cox are both on point. I yeah, like them. No, those, those are folks. When the world opens back up, then we, I'm going to buy some scotch for them uh, when, when, we, when we meet up. So, no, Kevin, when, when the Giants win. Oh, this, this is what I wanted to say. Okay, here I'm all over the place, right? Um, my prediction for the World Series. I have one. What's yours? You want mine? I, I want yours first because I've okay. always I've always got to spread mine out into like like. A I'm going with the, I'm going with the Giants versus the Red Sox. Giants in six. All right, that's that's not bad. That's not bad. All right, so so my World Series pick, and y'all, you know, I like a story. Would be the Giants and the Astros, so the Giants can play against Dusty Baker. Or so Dusty can play against the Giants. I would love to see Dusty get a chance to, to go head-to-head against against his old team. So ho- hopefully that works out. We'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes. I got you. There I got you. Go. That's a good I, 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 I had to get that out there. Yeah, I had, I okay. had to get that That's out there. That's a good storyline. There you go. All right, next, next story. Good story. Racing. Bubba Wallace had a had a tough year last year, right, with, with the – uh, the noose situation in uh, in, in Talladega uh, in in his garage, and and then the the whole issue with that. The only thing that good that came out of that, we we saw a lot of the drivers kind of, well, many of the drivers circle around him and actually show some mm-hmm. support for for that situation there. I don't think there's actually been a, uh, a solidification or a. Um, any news that has come out of that in terms of finding out really who, who hung that news in, in his garage, but his team won, or let me say yeah. this, Michael Jordan's team won. Michael Jordan has a yeah. team, has a driving team. He's only got one driver right now. That one driver and <laughs> that one driver <laughs> is Bubba Wallace. Uh, and Bubba actually won his first NASCAR race the other day. It was called short due to rain, but you know what? A win is a win is a win is a win. He was a he was in front when it was called, and shouts out to Bubba Wallace for winning his first race in Talladega, where everything broke off last season, right? So mm-hmm. I, I really think that this is an amazing story. It's, it's good to see the Jordan team went after only one year of owning the team, right? Any, mm-hmm. Anything Jordan touches seems to turn turn to gold. Well, everything except them Charlotte Hornets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's good to see a lot, a lot, a lot of goodness happen out of, yeah. out of this situation there, man. Talk to us what you think about this, the, I, the story behind this right here. Talk about full circle. I mean, you got to talk about full circle from that the controversy two years ago to now him being in the situation, winning. He was leading, and people don't know, he was leading from the beginning to the end. It wasn't like yeah. he just he jumped in front. Yeah. He was leading from the beginning to the end. Um, he is now breaking new grounds for us. Oh yeah, you know, in that in that in that in that realm. I don't know if any of anyone that's listening has been to a NASCAR race. I personally haven't, but I got some friends that have, and I and I drove by the one outside of Vegas. There's that little yeah. like going towards Dixie. There's a, there's a, they do some NASCAR or Grand Prix racing over there. That is a cult following. Yes, sir. None, none other of you guys don't know. That is a big cult following. I think the the experience of going to one is is really more important. Then you know, and the race as well, but the, the experience going to one and what they do, like going to the Kentucky Derby, mm-hmm. Kentucky Derby, it's an experience. This is what the, the NASCAR thing is. And I think Bubba's now gonna be that 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 face that attracts more, I think, African Americans and men of color to get into that arena of race car driving. Mm. You know, it's not like he's the only one that only one person of color that likes to drive fast and driving race cars. I'm sure he's gonna be now that spokesperson to be able to open that door. And, and, and open more and kick down some doors and barriers for guys to, to get in 
and so they can drive at that highest level. Um, I used to, when I was young, say, oh, that's even a sport. Oh, the, the, but you try driving 500 miles in two hours, you see how. <laughs> I, I, I barely keep it, you know, keep the wheels yeah, straight going 80 or yeah, whatever, whatever so, the so speed I, limit is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So them, them, them dudes are very, they're very talented. I mean, um, and Bubba, I think he's the right person, man. I'm like you said, you got to go through. I always tell everyone you have to go through hell in order to, in order, in order to enjoy what heaven is. Wow. He went through hell. Love that. With that noose and he went through hell and. Yeah all the controversy and everything going there and not being successful to come full circle in two years now to be the man on top. Now man he's enjoying his heaven. I love so it. So I'm, I'm more, more shouts out to him. Yeah. I, I love this statement as well too. Cause it kind of goes in line with what you were saying. Bubba could be the tiger woods of racing, of yes. getting more people to, to, to want to go do this. Right. Look, when, when, when tiger started winning everything too, I was, I was out there talking about, I am tiger woods trying, yeah. trying to win. I, mm-hmm. I would, I would love to see more of a, of a diverse lineup out there at the, yeah. at the, at the, at the pole position. Right. But you know, what's going to be crazy track. because bubble's the face of it, but it, it is a team sport in that arena, in that arena, what they're dealing with because the people that work on the cars. Yeah. So now it will open more doors for, 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 for men of color that open to fix on cars or want to be in that kind of room. It's going to open up a whole different things for, I think, more dynamic teams to get involved and hopefully more celebrities get involved of color to want to promote their sport or promote their thing in that arena as well. You know, I would love to see Serena Williams and Venus Williams hopefully own a team. Mm. I would love to see Usher and them guys own a team. I would even love to see Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre own a team if possible. Yeah. I would love them to own teams and be out there to be able to promote more diverse things to be out there and be in that whole following and kind of hopefully integrate in that culture so we can be a part of it as well because, man, you know, it seems nothing but big things. NASCAR is making money. You know, we're going to talk about the business and NASCAR is making money. Grand Prix are making money. Indy race cars are making money. Yeah. I'm hoping that now minority ownership, not just black, black and brown and everything in between should be able to hopefully kick down doors and get in. And this is going to be a gateway. I think Bubba's going to be a gateway to get in. It shouldn't just be Michael Jordan. I agree. I, but but yeah. it takes real money. So I, I've been to yes. a couple of Indy car races and i've been able i've been fortunate to be in the paddock so down there with the drivers and with with the crews Uh, back when i was working with um, hewlett packard i I had the opportunity to go down there and take care of some things but it 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 takes jordan type money it it Mm. takes if we want to talk you know black entertainers or or black uh, celebrities it it takes magic johnson it it takes uh jay-z beyonce type money to Mm -hmm. to get in there and say you want to own a team or be part ownership i mean this 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 is not just this isn't play money to get in there on a team on a car on on all of the ancillary things that go along with it but folks are out there that can do this and and if we just pool our resources together yeah jordan doesn't have to be the last he can be mm-hmm. the first. That's fine. Bubba doesn't have to be the last. He, he, he doesn't have to be the first and the last. Like what, what Danica Patrick did for, for women out there racing and, and when she won, skyrocketed her career, right? Because, again, yep. she, she was just out there, and, and it was cool to see her out there competing against the, the guys going around the track. But then when she won, man, that, it, it was just so cool to see that happen, right? Just, just the, That, that kind of opened it up for me. This is the part that I, that I don't want to happen. Yeah. I don't want it to have the negative Tiger Tiger Woods effect because since Tiger Woods won and was the black icon in golf, we haven't had another one coming in. We haven't had that young other black African-American people coming in, whether they've been blocked out purposely or not purposely, or they're just, we lost interest in becoming professional golfers or whatnot. Hopefully that doesn't happen. You know, tennis, Serena and them, they've opened up the door and now we have Naomi and all of them are coming up. So tennis is, is, is getting his just due. There's more coming in, feeding in there. I hope in this racing the Bubba's not the only one, and then 
he's rising to the sunset and we don't see another African-American driver in this team for another 25 years or 30 years of getting in. I hope this kicks down doors and opens some more doors for more to kind of start to get themselves. In. And that's why I was mentioning entertainers. Hopefully they can sponsor some dollars and put some dollars in there to say, hey, this is what we want. We want to bring into this to this industry because the Tiger Wood effect. Again, it was great when it started. Everybody wanted to get up there, swing the clubs. We couldn't wait, but we haven't had a pupil, a young pupil, a young African American, a young Latino, or a young Filipino come in and scoop that up yeah. and take the reins. At that point, it's been it's just been nonchalant. It's been Tiger and everybody else, you know, with a yeah. few Japanese and Chinese people that have been in there as well. Yeah, but we haven't broken down all those racial barriers in golf just yet. Not not in golf, but bringing it back to racing. Now, now we've got two black folks that are at the top of the of the podium, right? So, and I, I was I wanted to make sure I had his name right, and and I've, I know his name, I don't, but I wanted to make sure Lewis Hamilton, right, from Great Britain. Mm. Um, okay. He is amazing on on the Formula One circuit. So he mm. e- everything he touches, he wins. So he, he he's amazing up there doing his thing. And now we got Bubba Wallace out there doing doing his thing. Hopefully he continues. Hopefully from a momentum perspective, he, he just keeps. Yeah. Uh, winning and doing his thing. I know Jordan's team are, is talking about uh, signing Kyle Busch mm. to the squad as well. So he's actually going to be a racer. So the team has got some, some definitely some relevance with some, some name brands and big some, names, some, yeah. some big, big, big names out there. So mm-hmm. hopefully to see that continuing just to grow and to evolve. And, and again, just wanted to give, give shouts out to, to Bubba for, Getting the champagne yes. bath, or, or what do they do at Talagate? Do, do they drink a whole a thing of milk? Is that what they do? I, I don't like milk, but I, yeah, I have I think to. Yeah, I milk or something like that. <laughs> I, I, I'd have to go with the scotch, though. Shouts out to the. I don't know what I'm drinking, but I'm drinking some scotch here. I'm not going to the gym tonight, but I'm drinking. Some I feel scotch. you, man. I feel you on that one. All right, uh, Cardinals, bottom of the six, still one to one. It looks like one. I keep watching it because this is this is a relevant match here. Um, I really don't like want to go into this bad story because we, we keep talking about stories that, that are like this. And um, I don't even know where to start. So Aaron Lowe, gentleman who used to play for University of Utah. The reason he doesn't play for University of Utah anymore because he was shot and killed at a party not too long ago. Last month, last month. Uh, didn't know who it was for a little while, but now we have act. Well, authorities have actually identified the person who they, they always say assumed do it or or suspected it. We, 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 yeah. This guy did it, All right? So got, got that person locked up now. But the fact of the matter is, the person who did go to the party, he was not invited to the party. For one, ended up having a gun with him. Ended up shooting. Uh, low and a young lady, young lady is in the hospital. She, she's in kind of severe condition herself, but the suspect named Buck Muat Buck has a long history of criminal activity, either theft, larceny, burglary, um, just harassment, uh, he is a native of where is he native of Senegal, I believe. He, that's that's relevant because his birth records aren't even completely known. So so the, so the man is here as as a as a as a as a refugee. He he is not doing making himself a positive person within society. He's 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 just been out there really just just living off of the system 
from everything that I've read, again, do your own research here, but from what I'm seeing from the story, so the gentleman, right, it's not doing what he needs to be doing, going to school, getting a proper job, uh, being, being a positive member of society. And, and now he's out there causing, causing ruckus, breaking a lot of laws, robbing people, stealing people. He's, he's got a, some cases where he was supposed to buy an iPhone off of a lady. And instead of giving him the money, he just snatches the phone from him and runs off. So again, a long rap sheet community is asking why is the man, why was the man even still on the streets after some of those other lesser crimes? Because they, they, they were escalating in terms of severity. And now he's gotten to the point where it's, it's now he's charged with murder, aggravated, uh, not aggravated assault, but actually murder now. And again, why, why was he on the street? It's just an, it's another sad story of where we're seeing an athlete who was at this party. He was invited to the party. It was supposed to be a small party, but then someone came in from the outside caused some trouble, ended up taking this man's life, cutting it short. He had a bright future uh, playing playing professional sports, and, and now it is nil. Um, it's, just, it's a sad situation, man. What, what, what did you read at, out of this? And, and I know you brought this story to me. I'm just, just wondering what, what else you saw besides what I, what I brought up about the, the situation. I think you hit it all in the head. I mean, this uh, Buke, my, my, my Woot, Buke, Book or however he pronounced his last yeah. name. Yeah, he's a pitcher. AKA coward. I think he's a coward. He's a coward uh, to be able to do this situation. I mean, th- this happens one too many times in our communities. Yeah. And, I, and, and I'll be personal. I'll be personal. And I'll share some of my personal story. This happened to me. Mm. My brother was killed by someone in the party. Okay. My older brother. He was killed in Freeport, California. He was mm. killed. He was murdered. Mm. Same similar situation at a party, small little house party. Some gentlemen in there, they got into a, a verbal exchange and this gentleman felt he had to pull a gun and kill my brother just like this gentleman felt he needed to kill this young man, Aaron Aaron Lowe. It's sad. And my brother's been passed away for for years. Over And it's been, so my brother's been passed away for at least 25 years. So this has been at least 25 years going on. Mm-hmm. This happens in our community all the time. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it, and it only gets shed light when it happens to an athlete now with social media, it gets a little bit more shit out, but it sheds lights when it's an athlete or an entertainer and when it happens to. But we can go along the line. It happened to Pop Smoke, the rapper in L.A. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, right. it happened to uh, uh, all these other entertainers and all these other people that this situation this situation happens. And I don't know the, I don't know the whole answer what's going on, but it's, it's tiring to see guys like this, habitual criminals that, 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 that are out on the street and I'm all about I'm all about reform to a certain degree, you know. There's a certain degree where there is there is no reform, um, and I know he's done a lot of petty crimes that you that you said might have led up to this mate this 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 one incident, but I mean, we have to have some type of system in place in our communities, man. I mean, people think it's like people think people places like Chicago and places like this that are very riddled with a lot of criminal activity. Mm. There's also a lot of there's a lot of lack of resources. You you rob the people that you're around, you know. People say, "Why well, don't they go out to do this?" Other people, no. You 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 steal and you pillage and you do things to people that are you're surrounded by, because that's what you know. Yeah. You don't go outside your confines to do that. Um, this young man, you know, he's in his so-called community, and he committed this crime. Someone that, that either threatened him or challenged him, and he felt he needed to do that in order to prove himself. It's sad, and I bet you in that same situation, that young man had lack of resources. He had lack of people saying, mm. lack of people trying to help him. 
lack of people trying to get you know lack of people trying to do things for him to make it right to hit for him to see another light to shed some light on the situation yep, yep. it's it's not it's not a butte type thing it's not a person to murder we have a societal problem in our communities that we're not that we don't address and it, it happens prevalently in black and brown you know and i understand you're saying strikes and everything but i can't fault a person when they're 12 years old and they commit a crime that person can't be reformed, especially if it's not a capital crime. If it's some stealing or maybe got into a fight, because law likes to label things differently. I can get into a, a, a fisticuffs with you, James, and I say it's assault. Really, it's yeah. just a disagreement, and we happen to just throw, throw a few punches. Not really assault. I didn't really try. I wasn't trying to kill you. I wasn't assault you. I just. So I'm not going to fault people when they get too young. But I do believe there needs to be programs in place or interventions in place to stop that behavior when you start to see it going on, especially from a young standpoint. Yeah, we don't have that in our communities. We don't have resources. We don't have jobs. We don't have things to have activities to keep these people occupied. There's no more band programs. There's no more after school programs. There's hardly any rec centers that are around. There's no more after school basketball programs for kids that they can't make the varsity or JV level. There's nowhere for them to go. So if I have no opportunity to go, there's nowhere for me to work. I have no opportunity for me to get a job because people are not hiring, hiring or not hiring because I don't have enough of a skill set. My education is subpar, what I'm getting. My mom is working two jobs upon to put like put put things on the put food on the table. I may or may not have a father figure. I have all these these, these different things I gotta go I gotta go through, and I'm angry. And my way is lashing out is this, and there's no one telling me how to deal with my anger. There's no one telling me how I can make better decisions. There's no one telling me doing this. I'm figuring out doing this on my own. Now I don't. I think the man's a coward for bringing the gun for any situation like that, especially when you're in a party setting. You're doing that. I don't agree with you. you but I'm saying Buke's story is not the first and they won't be the last. That's true. That's true. And, and I completely agree with that and, and appreciate you for bringing out, you know, the, the personal side and your relation to, you know, to this type of a, of a situation right here. Um, but yeah, Buke and, and brought this up here again, born, born in Sudan. And then, mm-hmm. then the fact that back a number of years ago, he was kicked out of having, kicked out of one of the programs for having contraband on him. Then, um, where, where is it? He, but see, that's misleading though. Contraband could be, he could have had a joint on. I don't, I don't know what contraband is. I mean, that's another thing. Where's the transparency. If we're going to be honest with these kind of stories and do things, let's be honest with what you have. Cause contraband could be, I had something that just wasn't allowed in the facilities, which could be, I can't have a lighter. Mm-hmm. A lighter could be considered contraband. A lighter can't kill me. It's not going to kill me. It's not going to kill you. But a lighter could be considered contraband because it's something that's not allowed in the facilities. I want to know what he had in order to, to say, you know what, stop. You know, did he have a gun? Did he have a knife? Did he have drugs? Did he have something that I knew that could harmfully work? Because those kind of words like that are very misleading when it comes to our young, to our youth figuring out what's going on. You know, I can have, con- if I go into the courtroom, courtroom or I go into a court and I have a, a metal toothpick, a metal, that's the steel kind. Yeah. That could be considered contraband. Because no, I can poke somebody out and all that. No, that's that's contraband. No, that's true. So so I, I also think that there's a responsibility on that side as well. Let's either be completely transparent or not being transparent. But using misleading words to give people the wrong idea what things are, are not in favorable of anyone. It doesn't weigh out on anybody. Buke, don't get me, and don't get my words twisted. I think Buke is a coward for what he did. I think he's a, he's a young, he was a troubled young man that now, now he's going to have to pay the ultimate price with his life in prison. Um, and he took another person's life, so it's going to affect two families. But I'm saying there's a bigger problem than just Buke. 
Buchan happened. It, it, yeah, he, yeah, he's not the only one. He's not the first. He's not the last, unfortunately. And and there yeah. should be some societal things around it to get in front of this before it escalates to this. And, and the only thing that I was trying to do, I was trying to show an unfortunate pattern, right? So yeah. got caught up with, with something. And then, again, as you can read the story that I got on screen, he got caught up stealing phones from people. He got caught up uh, stealing the bag of tools and making the man's dog yelp in pain. So then, then he got charged with... Michael Vick type of thing, right? Animal yeah. cruelty. So, I mean, so there's a lot of stuff and, and there should have been some red flags somewhere between, yes. uh, I, I don't know who it is, CPS. I know in the military, my dad used, you know, used to call it social actions, right? Just someone to intervene yep. to, to help people on that path, but to use a, a oh, Kevin Cox oh, statement oh, oh. before they get too many of them strikes. Yeah. Or, or remove them from the situation. Like, or remove, you there you go. Like, yeah. Stop them. Then, you know, you gotta be removed. You, yeah. you, 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 you are a detriment to society. You need yep. to go to jail. Yeah, but yeah. there needs to be something in place to kind of to, to, to do that, and we don't. I think there's there there's flaws and there's issues within not only community programs. There's flaws within the judicial system. Always, there's, yeah. There's, there's just flaws all within this, and then we say, oh, how? Why did this happen? It's those flaws, those flaws that that, that we that we don't catch that we ignore in, in in our society and in our system that lead situations like this. I feel so bad for the low family. Yeah, I mean, I feel terribly, terribly sad for them because you have a promising young man that was going to do something great, whether it was football in his community. He was going to be an educated African-American man to be able to give something back to his community. And now all that's been taken away because of this guy right here um, probably self-hates himself and hates the situation he was in and decided to take his hate out on somebody else. You know, um, it's a sad moment. and, and, And this story is told too many times in our communities. You know, it's told too many times in Chicago, Sacramento's, yeah. now Salt Lake City's in L.A., uh, Miami. The, the story is ev- this story is everywhere. The, this this happens all the time, man. And like I said, the light is only shine on it because fortunately, this guy's an athlete to put some shine on it. But this happens to the average Joe all the time. Every single day. Like right. I mean, and, and I think that that's how and the reason why I started that way. Right. I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I, it's tiresome to keep talking about these kinds of things. Uh, but the only time we talk about it is when it's not just the person around the corner or the person. We don't talk about it when it's your yeah. brother. Yeah. We talk about yeah. it when, when it's uh, someone like an Aaron Lowe, who again is in the spotlight. And for this picture right here, he's number 22 in the middle. This mm-hmm. was one of the shots of, of, of him when he was with his team um, back, back in the day. So uh, it's, un- it's unfortunate. Um, this this guy is, is is not going to be hopefully harming anyone else. The the, the gentleman who, who who did this heinous deal. Ho- hopefully the other lady who was shot and who was in critical. I don't know if she's in critical condition, but she's in serious condition. Hopefully she pulls through okay. But it's um it's it's not good. And then it happened again in a place that you probably wouldn't think about, right? Salt Lake City, Utah. Salt Lake City, Utah. Not yeah. you know not like you said not the. Not the streets of Chicago, not the streets of Oakland, uh, D.C. Yeah, you know who 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 want to fight in, in Salt Lake City? But I or, mean, or, you know what I mean. But that, but, that, but, that, but I think that shows a telling. I'm sorry, to cut you off, James. No, but I think that shows a, tell, a telling tale of that how poverty mm. is, stri- is striking everywhere. Mm. Poverty is striking everywhere. These, these places, there there's pockets in Seattle and all these other places. Places like Seattle, where 
the most richest company in the world, Microsoft is is, is existing in mm. right north of that area. But we still have pockets of areas that where they're poverty. I mean, we have the when you have the have nots, the have nots going to do whatever you need to do to have. Wow, you know that's a good point. They're going to do whatever they yeah. do to have at, at one point. I mean, at one point you get frustrated, tired, and you and, and you 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 need to lash out because of your anger. These are the situations that happen, and it's funny because I'm saying these things because we. With all the psychiatrists we, we know and all the people we know, my boy James that came on not too long ago, yeah. who works in the prison system, who's a who's a who's a psychiatrist for the prison, these we know the answer. We've been knowing the answer what what deters from people action like this, but we as a society do nothing to fix it. We know in these neighborhoods that poor education and lack of opportunity leads to disparity. See, when you despair, you do drastic things in order to get out of it. Well, that's whether committing criminal activity to make sure you have what you see on TV. Those things are facts. Those happen all the time. True. Why aren't we fixing one of those points so we know it, it changes that 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 equation? We do nothing to change that equation. But yet we will, you know, athletes will go build a team center. Nothing wrong with that, and I get it. But what about giving money to education? Mm-hmm. You know, athletes and entertainers will go do some some, some outrageous thing. They'll go buy and I'll use his name because I don't really like it. Kanye West will go rent out the Atlantic Falcons dome stadium every night for a million dollars a night for like nine nights where he spent nine million dollars. When you could do exactly what you did in a hotel for maybe a hundred thousand dollars, which is an exquisite hotel and use eight hundred eight million to give back to that community so they can fix things up. You know what I mean? If you're, if you're a billionaire, those are the things you want to do. We just, there's so many resources and people have out there that could give back to, to just help one, two, three, four, five of these people so they don't end up in this situation, but yet it just doesn't happen that way. And I'm not just talking about Kanye. We have other entertainers and other people and other people that are very prevalent in other communities that have a lot of money, but they do. I know they do their own part and they think they're doing some things and they're doing something, but I do believe you need to monitor where your money goes in those situations. Does it go to the right place? Is it doing it the right thing? Is it affecting the right people? Because as you can see, some it, it just doesn't. And there's no, there's no such thing. It's not enough. Every, every dime, every penny counts. Right. People, and I put my money where my mouth is. I help kids get to college. I'm not, you know, I'm not yeah. a guy. Yeah, you, de- you I'm definitely not a guy out there. Stand to saying, hey, you know what? I, you know, you're, you're talking to talk, but do you do anything? I do. Yeah. I do my part the way I know how to do my part. I help kids get to college. I help kids get an opportunity to go to college. Yes, you do. Um, I try to I try to bridge that gap from high school to college to help them understand what the process is, how you get yourself in, and knowing when you get your four year degree the ramifications of your livelihood will be drastically different because that's generational wealth now. Right. You have education to back you up. Right. Um, it just, it's, man, it, it's a frustrating task that as we get older, we can see and recognize, but it's hard to figure out why other people aren't doing it. Why doing why enough isn't being done to, to, to yes. rid us of, of these situations. And I, I like that comment and shouts out to, to Dernal coming in. Good, good evening. Great points, Montel. A hundred, hundred K goes far on the streets, right? So, so many yeah. are blind to that. I mean, not even that much, but again, that yeah. does go a, a long way to go and buy them encyclopedias. I'm dating myself, right? Go, go and buy those books for the, <laughs> for the school system. Go, go ahead and, and, yeah. and, and maybe uh, pay the salary of a couple of teachers, yeah. right? Why, someone why, to actually be there for, for the school, as opposed to buying, building or, or another why, gym. Yeah. Or why not, why not, why not do, let's do something. Let's do something very more constructive. I mean, okay, Kanye, you're in the music. You spent all this money for people to come listen to your music in the, at the mm, Atlanta mm-hmm. field. When you listen, why don't you go build music studios at all these schools? Yeah. 
Yeah. Cause that's gonna, yeah. you know once what you, that means? Once you bring back the art to yeah, public education because that's been taken away now, right? So help, help with yeah. that. Yeah. Why, why, why don't we, why don't we focus on the bigger picture instead of giving back to the, the, the small things? And I, I know Kanye is, I mean, and I, and I'm picking on him and I, I, w- I don't want to, but he's a, just a great example of that. How you, you threw away frivolous money when you didn't have to, when you could have just gave that money to something, something, a much bigger cause. His city of Chicago was in, in dismay. Yeah. With gun, with gun, with gun violence. Why don't you say, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to buy every gun off up to eight million dollars for a hundred dollars a pop." People will be standing in line to get that hundred dollars to give away, give back a gun. That would give that much, that many guns off the street. There's programs and things they can get involved with to help, yeah. to help the masses instead of just helping the little bit. And don't get me wrong, I know they have charities. I know they do things. I know those guys are. I do a lot. And I'm sorry, you do do a lot, but sometimes it's still, a lot you is can still, still not you, enough. You can still do more with, with the you resources that you have. And, and yeah, you're right. Not yeah. picking on anyone. I will pick on someone. I don't yeah. know if you saw the video of Kodak Black uh, a couple of months ago, literally flushing thousands of dollars down the toilet. See what I'm saying? Right. So that, that, that has yeah. that, that makes no sense to me again. Right. That That's just wasteful. And that's that's selfish. Again, when that when that could go to some societal programs, can go to some educational programs, could go to yeah. the lady you see down the road who, who's who's struggling. G- give her yeah. that twenty grand that you just yeah. flushed down the why door. Don't you, why don't you go out to a restaurant and leave that thousand dollars as a tip to somebody? Yeah, that's yeah. what you could have so, done. That would have helped somebody big time. That helps somebody that's in the working force is trying to do some good, some great things. Why why not? Why are we not focusing on let's figure out how to way to do, deal with these people that are in a homeless situation that's doing it. And I'm not talking about let's depend on the government to do it. Why aren't, why aren't us, our people, our own people that are in the full positions helping to do something say, you know, we need to figure something out to clean this on up or do something to make sure we help these people out or do something to give back. And, and I get it, man. You can only give so much back. I, I completely understand. If you if you got $10 million, hey, man, I can't give all my money away because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm touched for a long time. I, I, I get where they come with that rationale because somebody always wants something. Yeah. But when is it a point when you know, that little bit you do is not enough. I'm sorry, man. I, I, I love Michael Jordan in depth. I do. I, I, as an athlete, as a basketball player. But as a person that's in, in, in community, he may do something good for Chicago and North Carolina, but we don't see it here on the West Coast. Mm. All I see is your $300 shoes there. I don't see you giving back anything. Now, in retrospect, I see Seth Curry giving back to Oakland. I'm seeing him feeding people in Oakland. I'm seeing doing different things in Oakland. I'm seeing him trying to make Oakland a better place. And he has a literacy program. I'm giving, he gives true. books back. No, that's to true. Schools. Yeah. Those, those are, those are what we need to change the next generation. Not we need another basketball quarter. We need another thing, another, another, whatever it, it, thing that's this insignificant. We don't need more clothes. We don't need all that. We need more things to help educate our young men, more STEM programs, fund a STEM program in your community, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Form, yeah. form those what we need. Form, form the, that in your community. That doesn't cost a lot of money. Form a STEM program for young ladies and young men so they can get involved in robotics and, and computers, which is our future. Let's let I, I don't like I said, enough is not enough sometimes, especially when you're in the situation some of these guys are. It's not enough. You got billion millions of dollars at your hand, and sometimes it doesn't even take money. It just takes you putting your face on something in order to give back to it to make it popular. We know that because we know rich people don't pay for anything. They usually well, get things for free. Well, won't you use it in use it in other reverse and say, you know what? If you want to use me, I need you as a company or or whatever to give back to over here. Yeah. You know, so, give back to this. So let's so, let's let's flip this because this is a great dialogue, and and I want to I want to keep going on this because now I want to flip it and ask, what's the action item for us? 
for everyone else, right? So we're not in the same position as as a Shaq. Mm-hmm. Shaq's doing some great things though, too. Yeah. So I, I want to give yes. him some props too. But but yeah. like 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 a Steph Curry, like the Curry family, like um, uh, some of the other folks out there that, that are doing good things all the time. Where can we bond together? Do some grassroots things to to my, make a better impression on our society. Yeah. I, I know my answer, yeah. but I, I kind of want to hear just the yeah. dialogue in the comments. Me, yeah, me personally, I think find out what you're passionate about and what made you successful and give that back. There you go. There you go. You don't got to give back. It don't always got to be money. It doesn't always got to be, you know, I got to come up with $10,000 to donate. It doesn't have to be. It could be your time and your knowledge, the share of knowledge and how to get to a place like you. Um, That's more than enough. You don't have to go to a school. Take one. Take one individual. Your your child's friend that you know that's in trouble. Yeah. Shed some light on that per- that one person right there. Give that person a little a bit mentor. of attention and show them, say, hey, yeah. you know what? Be a mentor. Be that mentor, but not just be a mentor by showing them that you're, you're an adult and how to handle yourself. Be a mentor and show them something that's going to stable them financially or fable them in their mind to change their situation. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know, and yeah, I give props to teachers. Yay. Teachers, they Love need it. to be paid a million dollars a salary a year Love because it. they they dealing with they dealing yeah. with what they're dealing with. But I think now we need more than that because the way you guys are strap holded as teachers strangle hold it with budgets and can't do the things you want to do. You know, I think they need to be given more and they need to give one more just props at the, at, at the very least. But I believe people that are not teachers need to be able to just something you're passionate about, pass that knowledge to the next person that w- that is passionate about it. Just like you are and show them the way, no, you no. know, if you like, if you know, like you're James, you're, you're, you're social media guru. I would hope for you to find somebody out there that knew, that wanted to learn how to, work the keyboards and do all that thing. You say, Hey, I'll, I'll do an online class for, for you guys right. or for you and show you how to do this. That's more than enough because if we, if we can change one, you know, both of us together, now we can change two, all of us together. Can, it goes to four and so on and so on. It just passes itself along. And now we're not, now we're in a situation where we're not just chasing money. wealth, we're changing generational wealth. We're showing these people, you know, knowledge, how to have that backbone and that back, that background to say, Hey, I can be successful in the future no matter what because now I have a piece of paper to back me and I have knowledge to back me and certificates and so on and so on to get me through the door. That's real talk, man. And and I, I appreciate you for saying all of that. And and I really I I, I stood back because I wanted you to get that that story and hear that story off of your chest. But I and and I agree completely with you and and I appreciate what you said because I think part of what we're doing is that is providing some of that with this. Right. Yeah. Because, again, we're, we're going very deep into a lot of conversations. We're providing a platform. We're, we're providing a venue for folks to have these types of awkward discussions. Look, you, you know, a month ago we had such a good discussion that I, I had to take a break because we, we got yeah. so deep into it. But <laughs> but again, this is a, is, is a great venue to have those types of things. And we own this platform and we're, we're allowing folks to to have differing opinions, differing conversation, different views, things of that. Right. We, we agree sometimes with Kevin Cox. We disagree with him sometimes. We mm-hmm. agree with Melanie, we, we, things of that nature. Right. But we were allowing folks to have an environment to discuss about that so as long as we keep doing this good work as well i I really feel that we're providing a positive influence on the on the community on the folks that share this information and say you know what go see what montel and james are talking about because they actually are talking about something that matters something that actually has substance and then giving and asking folks to go put it into action go out there make a difference into the into the community so 
we went long on that, but I think again there was a reason for that, uh, and hopefully it, it resonated with folks that are either watching now or going to catch this on on the replay. But uh, yeah, man, it, it's just so much going on that you can't be complacent. You, you got you got to be an active member of society. You got to put in some work, right? You yeah. Stop talking about yeah. it all the time. I'm yeah. not, well, not, I think I think the 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 the, the notion of a uh, Oh, I'm not going to do nothing. And that's, that's just them over there. Or yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get involved because that's them over there. You know what? Like I said, find that. And I, and I made it easy. Find that thing that you're passionate about personally. I don't care if it's collecting coins, comic books, whatever it is you're passionate about, find a young person that else is passionate about and give them that knowledge that you have on how to get there. And how, you know, I, I was, it's funny. Cause I always tell people, I hate when we have to always start in the negative to catch up with society. You know, we're a negative one financially yeah. as a family. We got, we got to build ourselves up so we can at least get an even play. We need to think about that on the knowledge scale as well. Can't be just finding on the knowledge. We need to be able to pass that knowledge on to the next young person for them to be able to figure out a ways to, 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 to close that gap. You know, we know they don't have the right resources, but you know, we have people in our, in our neighborhoods or in our community that's done really good things. Let's follow their lead and let's, let's show these young people how to listen. You know, that's why God gave you one mouth for two ears. Listen first, then speak. Oh, watch out. And then you, you, know, you know, dropping some gems you know, on listen. them right there, brother. You know, yes, yeah, let's, sir. Let's, yes. Let's, <laughs> let's listen like, first. Like my pastor said, make it plain. I love it. Yeah, yeah, I, love let, it. I mean, but we got to, you got to admit, listen is an art form. You got to learn how to listen. Teach them how to listen, and then they can take corrective action on that and, and, and be able to put their own spin on it. But like I said, if anybody out there wants to do something for the community, just I'm passionate about football, so I use football as my catapult. Find something you're very passionate about. And show people how to do that, and, and encourage people that are interested in that, and just give give them the knowledge. You know, just show show them the game, and then they'll soak it up. And then mm-hmm. I guarantee that person will take a different path. Yeah, there there is the, no the excuse. There there is no excuse, and there is no better time to start than today. Don't wait till tomorrow. Today. Right, write it, write write it down because it's it's just a plan. If you don't write it down, when you write it down, it becomes a goal. Yeah. Right, so, so write it down. Oh, and, yeah, look at you! Look at you! Well, yeah, watch out now. You, you, you I, I had that one saved up. I, <laughs> yeah, that 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 is that's going on the shirt though. That that there is. Go, I, go, I'm going to throw go. that out there and see see how that how that resonated with with, with yeah, the crowd yeah. there. I like that well, one. I like that one. That's going to be on the shirt before too long. Um, yeah, brother. Let's 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 keep it moving. That was that was a great discussion. Uh, on the end, on an entertainment note. Uh, Kevin Cox isn't going to like this because he said that he's not a LeBron fan, but it's, it's not a LeBron story, but it, it it is a pretty cool, cool thing here. Check out this little piece. Yeah. And you haven't, I don't know if you've seen this either as well. This is a um, Senegal based artist who out there ma- making art with, with the basketball and it eventually will turn into something. Uh, definitely check this out. Definitely check this out. Uh, as this is happening, it's going to take a few minutes to. There, there you go, starting to fill yeah. out. But, but, but tell us what you, what you got going on, Montel, because uh, I think you again are continuing to stay active in the community. But, but tell us what what you got going on next. Uh, man, first of all, this this young man right here is super talented. Yeah. You know, whatever I would, you know, anybody can paint. First of all, anybody can paint this talented. Period. Somebody <laughs> paint with a basketball. He paints with a basketball. That's, yeah, that's just that's just that's crazy. Um, me, what I got going on, man, I mean, right now I'm on, on every Monday morning, I'm on a, a show called the PPR, a prep report that gives a recap of what's happening in high school football in the San Diego community. Um, and kind of gives some more insight to those things. So I'm doing my television thing there. And then I also now got my all-star game coming up, um, which is a big th- deal in San Diego County, which 
I take a lot of the players and, and you know, we play obviously a football game, but within that football game, we have, you know, I make sure they network with colleges, you know, get them involved with some schools so that mostly young men can have an opportunity to play beyond high school. Um, all of them won't be division one guys. They won't be the guys you see on TV, like the Colorado's UCLA, USC's, but there's schools in the Midwest, like Hastings, uh, Tabor, Buena Vista, Southwest Minnesota state. There's schools that are all out there that they, they can have access to, to be able to play it. And I try to bridge that gap between those schools and them when they play in my game. So that's going to be my, my biggest goal, you know, kind of coming into the next couple of weeks. And then beyond that, man, um, just working with some other people, trying to do some other things, definitely just trying to give back, um, and definitely give back to young people to make sure they can understand there's opportunities and options for them. I love it. I love it. And the stuff, again, I, I want to say this, though, the, the stuff that you're doing is fantastic. Um, I, I want to put this message out there as well, folks. Again, we, and I, I kind of already alluded to it, what we're doing here, Team No Sleep, and everything on the other streams here at Hicks New Media, our, our goal is to do three things, enlighten, entertain, and educate. And we're doing that. I, I, re- I really believe that we're doing I'm not going to say I think we're doing that. We are doing that. And the fact that we go so deep in some of these conversations, some of these topics, hopefully that resonates with you. Hopefully that causes you to want to have a discussion later on or maybe even reach out to Montel, myself, uh, Tallboy, or any of the other co-hosts that I may have on, on, on the channels. We're really trying to elevate the conversation and and not just talk about things that don't matter. We're really looking to have conversations that, that, that matter. So stick with us. Keep keep supporting. Keep giving us your, your feedback. Keep um, keep keep hope alive. Who, who was that? That was old, that was old Jesse right there. <laughs> I keep that was old Jesse's statement. You said keep hope alive, boy. <laughs> I'll wrap all that up. Thank you, sir, for, for that. Doing it very well. We're we're doing we're just being servants. All right. And we're trying to serve and, and be uh, attentive to the community. So, man, that being said, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you go wrap up for the night, get ready for tomorrow because it's a brand new day tomorrow. I'm going to go in here and find something to eat. I don't know what we're going to do, but uh, appreciate y'all <laughs> and uh, you as well, man. You're a good man. Absolutely, man. Same to you. Same Later, brother. You. We out. All right.